you are listening to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv Austin and I believe that anyone can cook. Since being diagnosed with endometriosis, I have been on a journey to find out what food makes me feel great. By cooking my meals from scratch, not only have I started feeling much better, I've also fallen in love with cooking completely. So every week we explore a new topic that can help us feel better and become better cooks and then I share a recipe with you so you can cook along with me if you want. You can always find the recipes and the transcripts from the podcast on my website, thefromscratchbody.com. It happened, guys. I suffered through a week of COVID-19 symptoms recently. I'm all better now, but the most traumatic part of it was, surprisingly, losing my sense of taste. Welcome to the From Scratch Body. I'm Liv, and today I'm going to share what I learned from my week of having absolutely no sense of taste or smell. It happens quickly. What flavor is this Lemsip meant to be? I asked my partner, who was a few days ahead of me with his COVID-19 symptoms and had started coming out the other side. We both got hit with it, and thanks to being fully vaccinated, it didn't feel much worse than having a bad cold. Lemon, he responded, looking at me a bit weird. Of course it was. I could see my drink was bright yellow, but all of a sudden I had absolutely no sense of smell or taste. And that lemsip in the morning was when I discovered it. At first, it was kind of hilarious. I snacked on some pickled ginger from a jar in the fridge. Nothing. I tried to smell coffee beans from our coffee machine. Nothing. It was super strange. The first time we got a bit worried was when we massively over-roasted a batch of peanuts in the oven. We'd forgot that we had to put a timer on everything because two people without a sense of smell cannot be trusted to know when something has been in there long enough. After a few days, having absolutely no sense of taste really started getting to me. To be a food blogger when you can't taste a thing and only want to eat the tiniest amount of food when you're hungry so you're not reminded of it constantly is pretty sad. Having my senses dulled like that made me feel like I was depressed or really down, like there was no stimulation from anything around me. As we continue to learn to live with the threat of COVID-19 around us for the foreseeable time, I believe it is realistic to expect that most of us will get it at some point. As I said, we were of course both vaccinated and were very careful still with where we went and how we protected ourselves, but it got us in the end. Now, I wouldn't fear it too much. I have felt much worse from a bad cold or a flu in the past, although it is going to affect all of us differently, of course, and I don't in any way recommend not caring about whether you get it or not. Please try to be as careful as you can and especially, of course, protect the vulnerable people around you. The loss of sense of taste doesn't happen to everyone, different percentages are being reported, but it is clear that it is a fairly common symptom of contracting the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Even people who display no other symptoms might realize they've caught it when their sense of smell and or taste goes. So if this happens to you and you are a food lover like me, I want to share some of the things I learned that can help you cope. It will come back. 
just like when you're ill and suddenly can't remember what it's like to feel well and it feels like you'll be like this forever. It can feel like that with a temporary loss of senses. In worst cases, the loss can last for months. This fact made me panic, but please don't. I got mine back within a week. I had totally given up on cooking and the first thing I could taste was an asparagus cuppa soup. It was the best cuppa soup I have ever had and I will never forget it. I actually cried. (laughs) Apparently, the thing that takes the longest to recover are your olfactory senses. They are the nerves that give you a sense of smell and are also connected to your sense of taste, as I'm sure you know from temporarily losing a sense of taste if your nose is completely blocked from a cold, for example. So you might start getting some reactions from your taste buds on your tongue, even if you can't really taste. It's quite weird and also quite funny. My lovely partner got me some sour sweets that helped me feel like I could taste because my tongue reacted to them. Some spice like Tabasco or salt can feel nice too. Be careful not to eat too much salt though, as it can dehydrate you and that's the last thing you need when you're recovering from illness. Some crunchy food can feel nice. I made a salad with lots of different textures like steamed broccoli that I kept still hard enough to give a bit of resistance, some fresh lettuce, croutons, lentil pasta and toasted nuts, which was maybe the most rewarding thing that I ate that didn't taste of anything. Warm food is comforting as you can feel it in your body like a warm creamy soup can be good. If you have a healthy one, it might make you feel better too. So that's a bonus plus hydration. You can make the most of it and eat or drink things you know are good for you, but that you don't love. As it was so depressing having coffee that tasted of absolutely nothing every morning, I switched to matcha tea, just pure matcha powder and water. I don't really love matcha unless it's used as an ingredient in baked goods or a smoothie. It's a bit bitter for me, but when I couldn't taste a thing, at least I knew I was drinking something that was super good for me, which was encouraging. You will have days when you really just can't be bothered. I honestly had fish fingers and chips for lunch two days in a row and lots of things that were as far from cooked from scratch as you can get. And that's totally fine. Just try not to get stuck in that habit for too long as it won't help you feel good in the long run, of course. Now you can actually train your sense of smell to come back, it seems. What? Yeah, I read about this and it fascinated me. Smelling a few different things that have distinct smells for about 20 seconds each day, actually called smell training, can help get your olfactory senses going again according to some research. This is of course all quite new and still developing and it won't work for everyone. I did try to smell different things every day. I don't know whether it was part of getting my senses back up and running so quickly or not, but what I do know is that it was a fantastic feeling to start noticing that I could smell it more and more every day. The day I could smell coffee beans and cinnamon again was one that almost deserves an anniversary. (laughs) If you do struggle for a long time and nothing seems to help, don't think that you're alone in finding this tough mentally. There are actually charities set up for people who suffer with this, so don't suffer on your own with it. Find someone to talk to who's been there. 
Have you had COVID-19 and experienced losing your sense of taste and or smell? I would love to hear your story. Message me on Instagram at the From Scratch Body. Now we're going to make something really simple, really comforting and so delicious. A double baked potato. What's better than a baked potato? A potato baked twice. Duh. I'm a big fan of making too much on purpose. Baked potato is a great example of this. There are so many delicious ways to use a once-baked potato, and potatoes being such a cheap and versatile ingredient too, it's brilliant to have a couple at hand. This is a great way to use leftovers for the filling too, like chicken and cheese, which is what I'm going to suggest for this one, or whatever you have, beans, peppers, anything that you fancy really. So this is how you make double baked potato with chicken and cheese for two people. You need two large or four small baking potatoes, about a cup of leftover cooked chicken, like roast chicken leftovers would be perfect or other meat works too. About a cup of cheese, like a mix of cheddar and parmesan is great. You can also use some soft cheese, some mozzarella or burrata. Seasoning of your choice, a bit of salt and pepper, maybe some oregano or mixed herbs. And some salad ingredients for a crunchy salad on the side. For example, some cucumber, some lettuce, tomato and peppers. This is what you do. You might be very familiar with baking a potato and you can totally do this your way. My way is to cut a cross in the potatoes with a knife. Then first run them in the microwave for about 10 minutes while the oven warms up. Start the oven at absolute top temperature that it goes to. This way I can get nice mushy potatoes on the inside, but with crispy skin on the outside from the oven. So when the oven is warm, carefully cover the very hot microwaved potatoes in olive oil and drizzle some sea salt on them and put them on a tray covered in baking paper in the oven. Bring the temperature down to about 220 degrees Celsius, that's about 430 Fahrenheit, and cook the potatoes in the oven for about 30 minutes. There's your standard baked potato. Now a double baked potato can be done immediately after you've baked them for the first time, or as a use of leftover baked potatoes that you made a day or two before. So you mix together your cooked chicken, choices of cheese and seasoning, and place on top of the slightly opened baked potato. You can then either run it in the microwave for about three minutes, or if you like a more crispy grilled feel to them, really recommend this. Bake them in the oven on one of the top shelves for about 15 minutes at roughly 200 degrees Celsius. You can change the oven setting to grill for the last minute or so. That really crisps up the cheese on top, which is delicious. While the potatoes are double baking, make a side salad to go with them for a lovely, cold and crunchy contrast. You can of course do any version of filling you'd like, just vegetables or a vegan cheese for example. It really is up to you what you fill these with. Did you make double baked potatoes? What did you use in your filling? Share on Instagram and tag the From Scratch Body so I don't miss it. See you next week.
thank you for listening to this week's episode. Remember that you can always check out the recipe on my website, thefromscratchbody.com, if you want to have it in front of you when you're cooking. But be brave and make it your own too. Also check out my Instagram at thefromscratchbody and my YouTube channel, The From Scratch Body, for lots of food inspiration that you can totally recreate yourself. Remember, cook from scratch and your body will thank you. See you next week.